0: Earth is our government. Earth is our God. Earth is our economy. Earth is our church. We listen to Earth and then we go back to the old institutions. We go to the president and the generals and the Holy Fathers and the doctors of thinking and we get no response. Then we return to the Earth and await further instructions. We know that life itself is the best strategist. Earth speaks to us every day. The natural disasters are hard lessons. The silence of extinct life is a sorrowing Earth. What Earth knows is almost entirely unknown to us. The unknowable earth is everything that we believe. It is all the commandments. It is common sense. It is where compassion comes from. We put personalities on Mount Olympus to represent it. We pray to the watery fire that creates a child inside our loved one. We dance all night. Now Earth is our only celebrity. Earth is the only famous being that matters at all. Human history was made triumphing over Earth. Now Earth makes history. Yeah, ディアルタイ- And come on in and welcome. This is the Earth Church. I'm Reverend Billy. We have a a service today that features Jessica Reznicek, hero, hardworking activist. We have Savitry D with the news from the natural world. We've got the Stop Shopping Choir. We got the fiery eagles of justice, jazz for the Earth. Got lots going on here. Our message for the day is really, it's too late. Stop it with this IPCC report which says, oh, it's almost too late. No, the apocalypse is in motion. The sixth extinction is going on. The loss of life, the, the motion, the ecosystems moving, the coral reefs, the polar, you know, it's, it's, it's all in an uprising. The thing is that the earth is inviting us to join in that uprising. And there is a kind of activism that comes from the teachings of this apocalypse. That's what we believe. Will you join us? Because what we're doing right now, so far at least, hasn't really worked. The corporations are running away with it. The fossil fuel and the big banks, they just can't stop. They won't stop. But we will begin. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah
1: today. Earth hallelujah.
0: gets me depressed, but what really gets me down is that damn And so now it's time for gratitude, radical gratitude, to Jessica Resnicek of Iowa. Jessica matriculated at Standing Rock and Occupy Wall Street. She found her way out of an enticing bourgeois life, but was attracted to living a life of meaning, a life of defense of life, a life of loving water water is life our gratitude is radical because she in the actions of taking an acetylene torch to the dakota access pipeline leaves us with more options in our lives to fight for the earth jessica thank you
2: when you when you heard about the dakota access pipeline being built through iowa it was very personal um it was very personal, and it came from a place of of grief and desperation. Um, we can't really stand the chance of an oil spill in Des Moines, um, and these are not kind of, these are not like theoretical things that might happen. So the Bakken system leaked eight times in 2017 resulting in the spilling of over 5,000 gallons of crude oil into our nation's natural resources. So these are not just like things that might happen, these are things that did happen. And one of those leaks did happen in Iowa. Um, It was contained rather quickly here in Iowa, but not in Tennessee. And so we're just like witnessing these industries, industries, destroying life around us, and um, and for what? You know, for what? And I think I just need to be remain steadfast in my belief that we need to take actions of courage, all of us, for whatever that means for each of us, because it is different for each of us. We are each unique, and we each bring something unique to the world, and, um, and whatever that is, we really need to start get re- reconnecting with ourselves, with others, and with uh, our earth and water, to figure out what it is moving forward that we need to do to heal the planet. You still feel some of that desperation, maybe even now, right? I see, like even you know, you're. I can tell you're still. It's still. Yeah, the oil is still flowing in that pipe. Um, that's a that's a huge concern to me, given Energy Transfer Partners' record. Um, with the oil spills, and um, I think it will be, it will continue to be a a concern for me and for many, many others um, until that pipeline is shut down.
3: Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World, I'm Savitri D. A beautiful non-venomous snake previously unknown to science was discovered in Paraguay. It belongs to the genus Phalatris, which features 15 semi-subterranean species distributed in Central South America. This group of snakes is noted for its striking coloration with red, black, and yellow patterns. Jean-Paul Bruard, one of the involved researchers, came across an individual of the new species by chance while digging a hole at Rancho Laguna Blanca in 2014. Only known from three individuals, it is endemic to the Cerrado forests of the Department of San Pedro in East Paraguay. The extreme rarity of this species led the authors to describe it as Endangered. For bottlenose dolphins, it's the taste of urine and signature whistles that allow them to recognize their friends at a distance, according to a new study. Dolphins keep their mouths open and sample urine longer from familiar individuals than unfamiliar ones, said first author Jason Brooke. This is important because dolphins are the first vertebrate ever shown to have social recognition through taste alone. Genital inspection, in which a dolphin uses its jaw to touch the genitals of another individual, is common in their social interactions, providing a good opportunity to learn the taste of another's urine. Tropical trees in Australia's rainforests have been dying at double the previous rate since the 1980s, seemingly because of climate impacts, according to the findings of a long-term international study published in Nature this week. This research has found the death rates of tropical trees have doubled in the last 35 years as global warming increases the drying power of the atmosphere. It finds average tree death rates in these forests have doubled over the past four decades. Researchers found trees are living around half as long, which is a pattern consistent across species and sites in the region. Oxford professor Yadvinder Mali, a study co-author, says, Australia's famous rainforests are changing rapidly. Moreover, the likely driving factor we identify, the increasing drying power of the atmosphere caused by global warming, suggests similar increases in tree death rates may be occurring across the world's tropical forests. If that is the case, tropical forests may soon become carbon sources, and the challenge of limiting global warming well below 2 degrees Celsius becomes both more urgent and more difficult. Several southern French towns hit record high temperatures for May this week, while the month as a whole is on track to be the hottest since records began, the French National Weather Service said. Towns such as Albi, Toulouse, and Montlimar set records of between 33.4 and 33.9 degrees Celsius on Wednesday, while areas on the west and northern coasts also logged unprecedented highs. The country has been in the grip of an extraordinary warm spell for this time of year, with the last 37 days in a row featuring temperatures above the average. A study published in the journal The Lancet expanded on pollution concerns globally, revealing that air and water pollution causes one in six deaths worldwide. At more than nine million deaths per year, such pollution kills more people than malnutrition, roadway injuries, and drug and alcohol use combined. Most harmed are developing nations in East and Southeast Asia, where historically low levels of environmental protections have led to dangerous and runaway pollution. Maine is home to the largest moose population in the lower 48 states, but nearly 90% of the moose calves tracked by biologists last winter didn't survive their first year. The number of winter ticks, which are sometimes called moose ticks, have exploded in parts of Maine, New Hampshire, Minnesota, and Southern Canada. It's not uncommon for biologists or hunters to find moose infested with 40,000, 75,000, or even 90,000 ticks. Some infested moose rub themselves virtually bald, trying to scrape off the irritating ticks, creating the phenomenon known as ghost moose. The surge in winter ticks has been apparently driven by a combination of a warming climate and, at least in parts of Maine and New Hampshire, moose populations that are so dense that it's easy for larval ticks to find a host. Unlike deer and dog ticks, winter ticks literally hunt in packs, larvae gather in interlocking clumps on vegetation, and when one tick snags a passing victim, hundreds or even thousands tag along for the ride. A solid coating of snow or a sustained cold snap kill those larvae and stop the hunt, which scientists call questing. But snow has been arriving later in the fall across northern New England. Indo-Pacific bottlenose dolphins appear to medicate skin conditions by rubbing on specific corals. Researchers show that these corals have medicinal properties, suggesting that the dolphins are using the marine invertebrates to medicate their own skin conditions. Studies found that by repeatedly rubbing against the corals, the bottlenose dolphins were agitating the tiny polyps that make up the coral community, and these invertebrates were releasing mucus. The mucus contains 17 active metabolites with antibacterial, antioxidative, hormonal, and toxic activities. This discovery of these bioactive compounds led the team to believe that the mucus of the corals and sponges is serving to regulate the dolphin skin's microbiome and treat microbial infections. And now, the sounds of extinction. The World Meteorological Organization released its annual report this week. At least four major indices are approaching dynamic tipping points. Air temperature, ocean temperature, ocean acidity, and ocean level all reached record highs in 2021. And I will just share a few of its headlines. Atmospheric concentrations of the major greenhouse gases, carbon dioxide, methane, and nitrous oxide continue to increase in 2020 and 2021. Global mean temperature in 2021 is around 1.08 above the 1850 to 1900 pre-industrial average. The rate of global sea level rise has increased since measurements began in 1993. Ocean heat content reached new record highs in 2019 and then 2020. Changes in the global cryosphere in 2021 were consistent with recent trends, with below normal spring snow cover and end of summer Arctic sea ice area, negative mass balances on mountain glaciers, and near normal Antarctic sea ice cover. The summer heat wave in western North America took a toll on the region's mountain glaciers. Exceptional mass losses in Cascades, Southern Coast, and Rocky Mountains. Death Valley, California reached 54.4 degrees Celsius, equaling a similar 2020 value. It's the highest recorded in the world since at least the 30s. Extreme heat affected the broader Mediterranean region. The most significant hurricane of North Atlantic season was Ida, with strongest landfall records in the state of Louisiana ever. Extreme rainfall hit Henan province of China. The city of Sengsu received 201 millimeters of rainfall in one hour, a Chinese national record, and 720 millimeters for the event as a whole, more than its annual average. Western Europe experienced some of its most severe flooding on record. The worst affected area was western Germany and eastern Belgium. Numerous rivers experienced extreme flooding, several towns inundated, several landslides. So let's listen to some ocean sounds, hear the sound of the ocean.
0: And now it's time to come to the end here of Earth Riot Radio here in the Earth Church. I want to thank Savitri D for the sounds of extinction. That time we ended up in the ocean, (laughs) and that's because honoring uh, Jessica Rejnicek's work, a student of LaDonna Brave Bull, Deborah White Plume, the people who has struggled against the Dakota Access Pipeline, Jessica, is honored there by the choice of the ocean because our life goes into the water around us, and the water comes into us. And our toxicity that we allow in the fossil fuel, in the fossil fuel economy that we we live in, that ends up in the rain and in the rivers and in the oceans. So, ah, it's a, a, a nonstop effort to not have anxiety and depression. And we have had a series of suicides lately. Wynn Bruce in Washington, D.C., David Buckle here in Brooklyn, New York, not far from where I'm speaking to you. We have certainly trying times. But we have the mockingbird as an example. And there, there she is, or he... <laughs> Uh, We have a mockingbird that is on the roof of our house here that never stops, never stops singing. Reminds us of early jazz, Lester Young, Charlie Parker. Well, we have an invitation by the way that the natural world is singing and dancing. We have the Tahitian drummers on their... Let's bring that back in before we say goodbye today. Bring back in the the drumming on the logs of Tahiti. We have an invitation to involve ourselves in this evolution. And we're refusing to so far, really. There are not enough Jessica checks, and so Jessica is isolated. And she's serving eight years in prison right now. We hope that she is freed. We hope that her that her uh, her appeal works, but she's been there a while now. Uh, Canada, and the United States, and and many countries have criminalized eco activism and converted it into uh, eco terrorism. They've used the old Patriot Act and so forth from 9/11 as, and have applied paranoid, uh, xenophobic, uh, Ronald. Uh, excuse me, Donald Trump, I'm trying to forget his name, (laughs) Donald Trump-like laws apply that to people who are trying to save us. But with the wildness, with the rewilding, we can change our culture, change our personal relationship to the natural world, which we have controlled. We have the natural world in a, a postcard in our hand, and we have it's a t- typical uh, beauty. It's, there's a mountain there, there's a lake, and there's a meadow going down to the lake. But that beautiful view has a pipeline going through it. And actually, the eagles are pouring off the cliffs, and there are grizzly bears rising out of that lake. And the meadow is, is, is full of the, the latest virus we, we have. The earth is in an uprising. We can join it. That is what the new post-environmental movement must be. We can't. Right now we're like, like the United States in the 50s. And we need that Lester Young. We need that Charlie Parker to explode us, to change us, give us some unknown, give us that fabulous unknown. We don't know anything about the natural world, very little we're discovering it every day, that it is talking, that it is communicating. The trees and their branches and in the roots and the fungi that, that surrounds the filaments of their roots, they have, they have electronic impulses going around under the forest, over the forest, in pheromones and perfumes, constant communicating in that beautiful view. That beautiful view is radical, radical. And you and I can be radical too. The Stop Shopping Choir is radical and the Fiery Eagles of Justice with their, with their Earth Manifesto that began our half hour here in the Earth Church. We have, we have good Earth radicals around us and we know what revolution is in the United States. And now is the time coming into the end of the world here, which is already underway. It's time, if not now, when? Time to be a radical american again can i hear an earth out there is somebody agreeing with me out there in the earth church can you hear me earth hallelujah somebody say it wherever you are in your in your car in your, in your at your computer just say it out loud earth hallelujah earth hallelujah earth hallelujah earth Amen. Have a good wild, wild week. Be safe, but wild. Amen. This is Reverend Billy saying goodbye for now. See you next week.